Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Roth. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. It's a little wet out there, but that's better than snow, I guess, which is also wet technically, but... Uh, rain better than snow, that much we have learned, especially around here. Glass half full, Rob, that's what we call it. Yep. The rain doesn't seem so bad. No, it doesn't. After last week. It is uh, 5.04, that is the time on your Swatch Watch. Big Souk is out. He is in uh, New Orleans for the second straight day. Now, yesterday, if you missed any of our show, Dave Bartu is in here, and boy, did he get it stirred up. We covered, sure did. We covered all kinds of stuff with him, and uh, that was a fun show. Um, he is hopefully going to join us for Fan Madness, presented by Laurelwood Brewing. If you haven't heard about this, this will be the first time we've done this for uh, March Madness and for the brackets since 2019, because, well, COVID and all the things. So we're going to be out um, at the Stadium Sports Bar at a a Casino up there on March 16th and 17th. That is uh, the first Thursday and Friday of the tournament be watching games and you can bet on the games right there at the sports book you can play some table games you can have a beer and sit and watch a billion huge tvs in there and uh it's big there's a room for for a lot of people and then uh, march 23rd and 24th which is sweet 16 uh, we will be out at x golf uh both tualatin's location and vancouver so fan madness is back thanks to lowerwood brewing first time we've been out in you know, four years. So we're excited about that. Hope you join us. And hopefully Dave does too, because he's got college basketball locks now that he's touting on his new college basketball system. He went nine and three yesterday on our show. 
He did, and he uh, he had texted me earlier in the show today about picks, and I'm like, no, no, you're the one who gives picks. What and did he uh, say? He ended up, but he he ended up sending me a screenshot, and uh, a couple of them have tipped, but it looks like there are six or seven on here that might be playable. <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> he's addicted, man. He said he started this on Monday. There's like 30 games a night, so he's just betting all kinds of stuff. Well, and he said. Uh, going into the show yesterday, he was up 31 units, and if he went nine and three yesterday, that's plus another six, right? It's so working out. So he'd be up 37 units at this point. Yeah. So he may be out at A and A, uh, and you know, and who you knows? should be talking to him if he's still doing that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> maybe piggybacking off of some hot uh, bar two picks. So uh, Souk will be back on Monday. Now Monday show, I'm warning you, three to five will be a best of because we have an event here we have to be at. But uh, we will be we'll jump in here and do the last two hours because of course. Five to seven. So that'll be on Monday. But um, this hour, ESPN wants to be the hub of all live sports streaming. And I think this is actually a decent idea. We'll, we'll get to what that means in our next segment. Uh, we'll talk to Joey Harrington today and uh, in the club, best and worst places to live in the world. And I, I do want to, we talked about this earlier, and I'm going to ask Joey this too, but uh, three U.S. cities only three you can visit ever again. Which three do you choose? So we'll get to that as well. I do think I'm sticking with that one from the magnet quote. I think I'm going SFNYC and New Orleans. Well, it really should be... Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's going to put New York City in there. Three, right? I think you'd be foolish not to. Yeah. And so it's... Yeah. It's New York City and then what else? Yeah. Because there's nothing like New York City. So we'll get to that. Um, a lot of people blowing up my phone. I've got a lot of friends who love the Eagles, apparently. And they said that uh, not only is Vince Gill... By the way, uh, Lee who's a listener, sent me a video of Take It to the Limit when they played here. They sounded great. Oh, yeah? I mean, really good. And they were playing with the Oregon Symphony. So it was cool and sounded great. And sounds like the Eagles are smart. Like, they just play the songs like you want them to play them, like you remember them. And when when bands enter that stage, that's the way it should be done. Yes. I mean, and just, just lean, lean into what... That's right. The people, the reason people are there 30 years later, whatever it is, is because they love the way that sounded on the album. Yep. And they want to sing it that way. Yep. And uh, so that... Yeah, they they sounded really good. So Vince Gill is, is with the band. And then Glenn Fry, I am told, was replaced by his son. Um, okay. I think. Is that what he said? Where was that one? Make sure I have the right info for you. Yeah, his son Deacon Fry is in the band. So There's a name. Eagles. Uh, right now, Hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Okay, let's start with a little goff. Uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational Round Two. They're at Bay Hill, Florida. In in Florida, it's in Orlando. Uh, Kurt Kitayama is nine under. He is your leader by two shots over Jordan Spieth. Now, yesterday we told you John Rahm was in the lead. He had a rough day. Four over, right? Yeah. It, well, it was windy out there, and he struggled. He shot seventy six. So he is back there at. T13, but he is still within striking distance at 3-under. Uh, after Spieth, you got Xander Shoffley and Corey Connors at 6-under. Davis Riley, Patrick Cantlay, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Justin Thomas, 4-under. It it's a great leaderboard, Scotty, or sorry, 5-under. Scotty Scheffler among those 4-under. 
Uh, another one of those elevated events. By the way, uh, Tiger Woods says he will not play in the Players' Championship. Pac-12 Women's Tournament. They're in the semis tonight. It'll be five-seed UCLA against top-seed Stanford and seven-seed Wazoo against three-seed Colorado. Uh, Oregon, their final regular season game is tomorrow as they host Stanford. Uh, also in the Pac-12, UCLA will meet Arizona, but the Bruins have already blocked up the uh, Pac-12 regular season title. The Bucks are emerging as the frontrunner to sign guard Goran Dragic of Milwaukee, also signing former Blazer great Myers Leonard to another 10-day contract. Let's go. Another 10-day deal. That's 20 days for Myers. That's 20. I got to tell you, I'm rooting for Myers. Yeah, I, I, hope he, I hope he gets it together, figures it out. I mean, if people like Kyrie can get a second chance to get things right, then, you know, why not him? Blazers are in Atlanta taking on the Hawks tonight, now coached by Quinn Snyder, not Nate McMillan, who got turfed. And not uh, Joe Prunty. Yeah, the Hawks are winning 31-19. Lillard has 12 of the uh, 19. They are starting the second quarter. No Ant Simons as uh, he re-aggravated that ankle. Celtics hammering the Nets by 15 already, first quarter. What do we got tonight? Pelly's Warriors. Your Warriors taking on the Pels. Back, uh, back end of a back-to-back. They beat the Clippers last night in impressive fashion. Oh, we got Grizzlies Nugs. Pretty good. It's a big NBA slate tonight. Number three. NFL Combine. Uh, yesterday it was D-line and linebackers highlighted by Nolan Smith of Georgia running a 4-3-9-40, which was the second fastest for a defensive lineman since 2003. Uh, today it is DBs and special teams. Uh, Christian Gonzalez of the Ducks ran a 4-3-8-40, and Michigan's DJ Turner a 4-2-6. Yeah, I'm I'm reading that's the fastest since 03. That's the fastest one in 20 years. Fourth fastest. Oh, fourth fastest. Yeah, fourth fourth fastest since uh, 2003 is what I read. Yep, that's correct. Tomorrow you will get quarterbacks and wide receivers, and then on Sunday running backs and uh, offensive line. Franchise tag is coming for Raiders running back Josh Jacobs because they can't uh, figure out a deal. Uh, Ex-Patriot star Willie McGinnis facing eight years in prison. Let's just find out what for. Have you seen that video? No. Yeah, uh, basically they were... Two felonies. He and his buddies were out at like a club or a nightclub, and they come up behind a dude and just start wailing on him with like a bottle. Oh, I have seen that video. That was from back in December. Yeah, yeah, I and that was it. right so in that the was, middle of a restaurant. A bunch yeah. of old sitting around. Uh huh. Yeah, it was like a club or restaurant scene. But yeah, that it's stemming from that incident. Okay, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, he's facing one charge of assault with a deadly weapon and one charge of assault by means of force, likely to cause great bodily injury. <gasps> he's facing up to four years in jail for each charge. Wow, staring at eight years, man. What is it with that? Like, what is the? I, I like. Yeah, I don't know, man. The the I got a flex. I got a flex on this guy in a restaurant. Yeah, you're asking the wrong person. I tell you what, the guy who got, uh, I guess, beat up. I don't know. Yeah, attacked. Mm -hmm. Held his own. Yeah, he kind of just like covered himself up there and took it. Got up and yeah. Seriously, like there's a bunch of olds like sitting right next to. Like no one knows what to do. It's a very "Ah." weird scene. A report from our CBS sports guest we had on yesterday that uh, Big 12 has renewed contact with four Pac-12 schools. They call them the four corner schools, Arizona, Arizona State, 
Colorado and Utah. This, of course, because it is no secret that the Pac-12 media rights negotiations uh, could be floundering. Sir Charles Kelly gets a contract extension at UCLA, making uh, close to $6 million a year already. He'll now be signed through 2027. They were 9-4 and four a year ago. And uh, former TCU coach Gary Patterson, uh, he has been an assistant at Texas, but he is stepping down to spend more time with his family. Uh, there is your hot five at five. ESPN wants to be the hub of all live sports streaming. Uh, we'll get to that story, followed by Joey Harrington, coming up on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, that's right. Just Isaac today, though. Buckley's over here, though. We love our buck. Little Bay Area honk, but that's okay. That's right. It's better than uh, Mike, who was a who was a Syracuse Jersey honk. Come on, Yankees honk, yeah, Evil Empire. Right, honk. get out of here with that. At least you're a West Coast guy. Yeah, I'm not even a West Coast guy. No, Midwest nerd. Wait, well, so I, I've actually wondered this. So I know you're a big Royals fan, right? Yeah. Are oh, you, yeah. or did you grow up a big Chiefs fan? Because I don't see you as being a big NFL fan guy. I know you love no. the NFL, but not like the same no, way like a baseball team. We were never Chiefs fans. Uh, well, my brother is. Because uh, he got to go to games. So when we were, we grew up two, two and a half hours west of uh, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, my parents would always take us to baseball games. We'd go on a Saturday, watch Saturday game, and then stay overnight at the hotel across the street and then get up and go to the Sunday game. Mm-hmm. So fell in love with the Royals, loved the Royals. I I would, if we weren't at the game, I was listening to them, or they're on the road, I was listening to them throwing tennis balls off the house, fielding them, listening yep. to them on the radio. Like, I just loved baseball. Yeah, I was that way, too. But our family is all from Texas. My mom is from Fort Worth, and so okay. Christmas time, we would... So we never went to the Chiefs games. Uh, it was just not 
kid friendly. My parents weren't into it. Yeah. It just wasn't the thing. So Christmas time, we would always go down to uh, Fort Worth and visit grandma and grandpa and some nice. fam. And of course, down there, you know what it is. The Christ- boys. Christmas time, it's the boys. And grandma loved the the uh, Dallas Cowboys. So uh, I actually grew up a Cowboy fan Okay, because of that. Uh, not a true fan, but I just kind of said I was. And then they hired Barry Switzer. Mm-hmm. And I was out. I was out. Okay. Done with that. So I don't really have an NFL team. Never gotcha. was the Chiefs. It was the Cowboys for a bit, but mm-hmm. that was Tom Landry and those guys, not not Switzer. So, uh, yeah, I'm a free agent if you want me. I was actually a, a Cowboys fan for a hot second because I learned around the age of like eight or nine that uh, it was really fun to actually pick the opposite sports team that my dad liked and, yeah. root, and root for them. Yeah. And it started because I really wanted to watch baseball every day, but... Uh, you needed a premium subscription for A's and Giants back then on something called Sports Channel or Sports Channel Pacific. Uh, So I watched every Braves game because they were on TBS every day. And so in 93, I was eight years old, and the Braves and Giants both won 103 games in in the NL West. And it was like this heated battle. And I went at my dad like every day, Braves, Giants, Braves, Giants. I thought it was so fun that when football season came around, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna root for the Cowboys this year. So uh, I did that for about a year, and he's like, okay, the Braves thing was fine. That's fun. We're not doing the football thing. That's that's where we're yeah. drawing the line. You know, I think a lot of people have that. My dad had that with his dad. His dad was a Yankee fan, and so that's why he loved the Brooklyn Dodgers. So, yeah, I think that's a that's a dynamic. That's funny. Uh, Cowboys. God, I can't believe I was a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I can either. Get out of here with that. Uh, so you grew up in San Francisco. Or in the Bay Area. Yeah, east of San Francisco, about 30 minutes. And you could watch the Braves, but not the A's and Giants? Correct. Was... You got you got one game a week that was like a Saturday oh or Sunday special. God. And yeah, it, it was 20 bucks a month for Sports Channel Pacific uh, to get all A's and Giants games. And then eventually, uh, I think Fox Sports Bay Area came about, and then you, wow. could, you could get them all. But not until mid-90s. Well, out in Salina, we could get the Royals. So, we were pretty modern. Look at you guys. San Francisco's no Salina. No, they're making people pay for it, apparently. So ESPN, this is an interesting story. This came out last night, um, and we don't know a whole lot about it, but to me, on the surface, this actually doesn't seem like a bad idea. ESPN wants to be the hub of all live sports streaming, and this is true even if it helps their competition. So uh, according to this, this, is from CNBC. ESPN has talked with major sports leagues and media partners about launching a feature that would link users directly to where a live sporting event is streaming. The actual media partners haven't yet been determined, and there's no timetable on when a feature would launch. It could involve global streaming services and direct-to-consumer regional sports network products and would aim to make ESPN the TV guide of live sports. Which I think is... I think that's great. I think it makes sense, and I think it's smart. It is smart for them. Yeah. If they can make money on it, because I mean, you, they're not going to get all... They can't pay for all the sports, so you might as well... Because I do think... I don't know if you think this. Watching sports... Because I'm a cord cutter, so I don't have cable. Mm-hmm. Watching sports can be difficult because... And I say difficult. It's just... There are a couple of extra steps to finding what you want. Yeah, it's become more... It becomes more tedious the more cords yeah. you cut. Yeah. Yeah, it's tedious. Like, And it's true of shows, too. It's like, what... I love that show. Was that one on Prime or Hulu? I can't Mm -hmm. remember. So having for at least just sports, having a place that you could just go to and look at all of the sports that are on, whether it takes you to, uh, you know, whether it's on Amazon or whether it's on Root or whatever, 
that seems to me like a good idea. Yeah, we've uh, so we've cut the cord as well. Now we're on we're on YouTube TV, not uh, no longer cable. But when we had Xfinity, there was a uh, they have like a sports app in there now where it, you can go league by league, and it'll tell you it'll be like looking at your Yahoo or your ESPN app on your phone, and you can see all the scores live. And there is the option to just jump right to it. Now, if ESPN were to do the same thing, it's genius. I mean, I already really like the interface that ESPN Plus has going on, and they are offering so many games yes. now that like, if you yes. just made that, uh, expanded it, basically, I think it works. The ESPN Plus is great. Yeah. As a golf fan, I can tell you that, and I watch all these tournaments, mm-hmm. and I like to watch them. You know, obviously we do an afternoon show, so I have mornings when I'm prepping for the show or whatever. I love to put these tournaments on. They've never really been on in the last, you know, 10 years that I've really been into golf. And now they are. They they, they The whole round from the start to, to whenever it picks up on TV coverage on Golf Channel or wherever is on ESPN+. And it's great. So you can see, you know... I don't know. I mean, I I don't care who's playing. I just like to watch them, and uh, you can see all basically all of these golf tournaments now. When you didn't used to be able to, and that's all because of ESPN Plus. And that that has been forever my biggest gripe with golf on television as, as a product. I'm like the fact that you know you could go out to the Masters and guys could be playing, and it's just not on TV yet. And I'm yeah. like, and, and I yeah. know now that there are brutal it's, it's streaming or whatever, but like the fact that the infrastructure is there for us to be able to watch all that and we aren't able to, and that just now they're starting to say, okay, well, here's all of it. I right. love that. Yeah, and uh, the other thing about this is they mentioned regional sports networks in there, and those things are really struggling. They're starting to die. This would help them because if you get if you get people who are just looking for sports and they all go to this ESPN guide, you know, it it it's, you know, I would imagine the regional sports networks, whatever games they're playing, they're fans are going to be able to find them easier. I would think so, yeah. With ESPN, which I would imagine means more eyeballs and therefore more monies. So I don't know. But sports is kind of, it's just in a weird place because of cord cutting and streaming and, um, you know, still the networks, but also the, you know, Amazon, Thursday Night Football or whatever. There's a lot of clutter. There is. a lot of weird, it's just hard to know what's what and what's where. Right, and it's also like, it's funny because it's still... In super high demand, but I think everyone's demand is a little bit more specific now. It's more about, I want either my team or these specific sports a la carte or whatever. Like, no one is, I I feel like fewer people are just sitting there and and turning the TV on and flipping through. So you have to kind of have the most efficient models possible so that people can access this stuff easily. And it's a, it's, but it's a really weird time because it feels like people have less time, but so the networks are spending all this time to make sure the little time you have, you can access whatever you need, (laughs) wherever you need it. Yeah. If this says in the story, if you're a Yankee fan and you live in New York and you sit down to, to want to flip on the Yankee game, it could be on yes. Network ESPN Warner brothers, uh, Discovery, uh, Discovery Plus, TBS, or it could stream on Amazon Prime Video, Apple TV, or NBC Universal Peacock. So, how do you find your damn Yankees? That's a great question. I mean, again, it's not that hard. You'll find it, but it's just you know, I don't know. This is kind of an interesting idea for uh, ESPN. Oh yeah, it keeps them relevant too. So we'll, uh, I'm sure more will come out on that as we, um, as that 
business model progresses. It's kind of an interesting thought. Uh, let's get Joey Harrington in here. It is uh, story time with Joey Harrington. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hot Shoe Talk is coming up. Uh, Here is Buck with SportsCenter. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. It is story time with Joey Harrington. Souk is in New Orleans. He'll be back next week. Uh, who better to have Why for story Suk time? in New Orleans? I'm sorry, what? Why Souk in New Orleans? I don't know. I think his uh, <clears throat> special lady friend, as he calls her, was there for work, and he decided to join her for two days. So uh, here is Joey. So he can, yeah, so he can just like not show up? Yeah. We kind of like it. Man. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> gives that's, us, that's not a bad gig. Gives us a break. Yeah. Hey, do you yeah. ever go to I a... Guess everybody kind of needs a break from Suka every yeah. once in a while, right? Right. And vice versa. Look, I'm I, fully aware. Uh, samesies. Now, do you ever go to a city just to, like, uh, I mean, like, with no real agenda, you just go there and, you know, for a weekend or whatever and see what happens? Because that's kind of fun. That's what he's doing. I haven't lately. I haven't lately. Um, but I remember my yeah. Here you go. So my wife is a nurse practitioner, and she had a conference in New York. This was when we lived in Atlanta before we had kids. You know, you can't quite do that. You know, just pick yeah. up and just go places when right. you have kids. You know, like hey, here's some mac and cheese, and you know, I'll see you on Tuesday. Um, but she's like, yeah, I got a, a, a nurse practitioner's conference in. New York. Do you want to go? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So, you know, she does her conference thing and, you know, then you just kind of explore, get a cup of coffee, go read the times in in, uh, central park, you know, Mm -hmm. go to a museum or two. And, you know, I did the same thing in Orlando. I ended up playing Bay Hill, you know, like you just kind of, kind of work your way around. Is that right? You just wait, is Bay Hill public? Uh, no, but, uh, I, here you go again. how did I get on there? I can't quite. I remember I played with Daryl Talley. Really? Like the old Buffalo Bills linebacker. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember him. He, oh, he was a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Not a phenomenal golfer. And here's what I'll say. You know what's crazy? Is Bay Hill is an absolute goat track. What? Until they, until they get it primed for the, for, for the tournament. Really? Like, 
Uh, and, and I walked out there. I was like, this is Bay Hill. And he kind of laughs. He's like, yeah, just wait, you know, wait till you see it a couple weeks before the, before the tournament. But after that, it's just like, it's just, it's, it's a mess. Wow. That I would not have guessed that. And for those of you that are not golf bros, uh, they're playing at Bay Hill this weekend. This is, uh, or or right now, this is the Arnold Palmer tournament, Arnie's tourney. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You got to play there. Yeah. New York city is probably the best place. Like of all the cities you could go in the U S to just, just go and not have any plans, just post up and see what happens. New York city is by far the best, but new Orleans is, is is up there too. Oh, for sure. New Orleans is like, is, is like the, the, place i i might eh, no i love new york new york's at the top but after that i might choose i might choose new orleans as, yeah. as the place to go yeah we were gonna piggyback off of this in the club three if if you could only go to three u.s cities ever again not here ever again yeah you live here you can only pick three u.s cities you, you can ever go to what are your three new york yeah your billboard still up over there they forget to take um, you know, that down. It's funny though. <laughs> it, it's funny. We had my wife's uh, at Emily's nurse practitioners conference. It, I was standing there on the corner waiting for her to come out of the. You're like, <laughs> hey, I'll pick you up at the corner of you know so and so outside the the hotel when you're done. And I'm standing there and I'm looking around. I was like, why does this feel so familiar? <laughs> and I looked over and I was like, okay, wait, there's my, there's the garden. Oh, hey, there's Sbarro's Pizza. Oh. That's the apartment building that the uh, the billboard was wrapped around. I guess it's done now. So, um, let's see, New New York. I mean, how far does L.A. extend? Like, does mm. L.A. extend down into like Orange County? Like, do you get yeah. that? If you can get. LA? I'll give you O.C. I will not give you San Diego. Obviously, no. Okay, that's fair. Then I'll have to take. I'd have to take the L.A. area. Okay. Um, and God, it might be New Orleans, Atlanta. Ooh, Atlanta. Definitely not anywhere in, definitely not anywhere in Texas. Definitely not anywhere in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, Boston, but not really too cold. Yeah. How how about, how about that? We'll go New York, LA area and, and New Orleans. That's cool. That's good. My three are New York. I don't want Vegas. I don't want Vegas. Oh, you can get Vegas in New Orleans, right? That's true. Uh, see, I would go Vegas. I, I would go. We're pretty similar. I would go New York City. No question. There's no city like it. New York City, right. uh, San Diego, because I can take or leave L.A. I like San Diego. And then Vegas. Those would be my three. But New Orleans is is up there. I thought about it. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Like, New Orleans is Vegas with Culture with culture, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. Exactly, that's right. I just love that. I I am such a sucker for Vegas, and I hate to admit it, but I am. Now you played. Well, you were in New Orleans. Like, did you see the Players Association report cards that came out this week? I didn't see. I didn't see them. I heard that they did come out. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I didn't know they did this. This is the first year I remember them doing this. But they put them out. Uh, to the public and the players, they said 60% of NFL players uh, anonymously graded their own team in, in eight categories, treatment of families, nutrition, weight room, strength staff, training room, training staff, locker room, and travel. Okay. So (laughs) you played, so you played in Detroit, Miami, Atlanta, and uh, I guess you spent some time in new Orleans, right? 
Correct. Okay. You spent time at one of the top two graded franchises uh, by NFL players. Would you have guessed that? Well, I'm assuming just based on because we were talking about New Orleans that that would no. somehow fall. Okay, good. Okay, no, cuz I cuz the them. facility would not would not <clears throat> rank in there. Right. No, no, absolutely not the weight room. Um I <laughs> would say in terms of treatment of family, I mean when they when we played in New Orleans or when we played in London, um you know, and and how they treated, you know, family in terms of uh, getting over there, I I I'd put that in there. Um treatment staff now, but this was, you know, a decade ago. Mm-hmm. The top 2 um, Miami's well, my I, Miami might have a new facility now. Um, well, it's not I'm gonna Detroit. Go with Atlanta. I'm going to go with Atlanta. Okay, no, it's actually Miami. Miami was number two. Really? Yeah, really? it surprised me. So number one was Minnesota. Uh, Miami was two. Vegas was three. And then the the worst ones were Chargers. Uh, I, I believe that. I think Cardinals and Commanders. I may have the card. I believe all three of those. Uh, no, I, I, I absolutely believe all three of those. Why? Yeah, I mean, the, why? Um, the Chargers have been notoriously cheap for for years in terms of. I mean, I, I remember stories when I was in Detroit and Justin Peel was in was uh, in San Diego. Then he's like, we literally get like like food trucks that come in and and just you know like catering, kind of dump it on a table, and we sit outside and. and you know, that's our, that's our nutrition. Um, you know, facilities were horrible then. I mean, that, I, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, the, the owner, it, it all, honestly, it has to do with ownership. It has to do with the ownership and what they, what they value and, and how they treat, how they view you. Yeah. Right. Are you a, are you a cog for them to make money or are you a part of something that they care about? I'll never forget. So I was in Atlanta and we were traveling for um, the preseason. It was a preseason game. And my wife had just told me that um, she was pregnant with Jack, our oldest. And there was a string of burglaries in our neighborhood. And literally like, you know, like, three or four of them around um, she, one, uh, one was the backside, like the backside of our, um, our backyard, like on the backside of the block, the house that butted up to us. And then another one down the street. And then, you know, another one, like a block the other direction. And, and, you know, I was leaving for a couple of days and Emily newly pregnant. She's like, you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous and, um, you know, un- understandable. You know, someone had sure. just gotten broken into in our backyard. Um, Arthur Blank sent. He's. Uh, he said, "Hey, I'm I'm out of town, and my personal security isn't doing anything." And Arthur sent his security guards to sit outside the house. Oh wow! Um, for the entire time we were gone. Oh my god! That that just that just meant so much to me that he would think of. You know, he if if he was out of town and his you know family had a similar thing, he he you know that's what he would do for his family. Right. Um, and he did that for he did that for us, and that's something that's always kind of stuck with me. Um, and when you treat your employees, players like family, then 
you know, that's that's you're going to be one of the top one of one of the top franchises. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, on the flip side of that, Arizona, I guess, charged players for food at their facility in the off season, oh, yeah. and then they would deduct box dinners from their paychecks during the season. Uh, again, I, I believe it before. So after, after DeBartolo um, was asked her, <laughs> was removed from the 49ers, the Yorks, you know, the Yorks took over and, and, you know, this was during this stretch when they started going in the tank there, right. Where everything kind of started falling, falling apart before they figured it out again. Well, part of the reason why they, why they started going in the tank is because um, they started truly running it like a, like a dollar in dollar out business. And <laughs> I had a buddy who was playing for the Niners and he said we showed up we showed up one day and all of a sudden there are padlocks on the Gatorade machines or on the Gatorade uh, coolers you know just like the stand up fridges that you open up and the Gatorade you know pull them out and and apparently um, the ownership was getting frustrated that some of the younger players were taking too many Gatorades home oh my god and so they put a padlock on it wow after practice the padlock went on and you weren't allowed to take Gatorade home so to have something to drink in the evening at your house. That's unbelievable. Like those are, yeah. And, and I'm assuming that, well, I know it was after a change of um, management. I don't believe, uh, I believe the, <clears throat> the Niners are still at least partially owned by the Yorks um, that they started turning around again. Like it, huh. it word gets around. Sure. Like there's, there's reasons that, that certain teams get free agents. There's reasons that certain teams win year after year. And there's reasons that some teams just can't seem to dig their way out. And um, a lot of it has to do with how the owners uh, approach their teams. Yeah. The head of the players association said, that's why they put it out in the, into the public sphere because they want players to be more educated about where they're signing and they want to expose some of these teams and some of these conditions so that maybe that they improve, you know, which I think is both. I think both reasons are very good to have them out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I <laughs> wish I would have known that Yeah. prior to getting drafted. <laughs> right. Or do you, do you wish you had fallen in the draft now? Um, I mean, God, yes and no. I mean, no, I mean, because we're getting into too philosophical of a discussion here, but by wishing I had fallen in the draft, that says that I'm unhappy with where I am right now. And that is not the case. Okay. Right. Do I, on some hand, wish I would have had a 15 year career and ended up in the hall of fame. Sure. Of course. Everybody <laughs> does. Right. Well, just had but a better I crack love, at it with a better team, yeah. you know, but you know what? I love where I'm at right now. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's a Friday afternoon and I got to pick my kids up from school. You know, I, I have a healthy family. Um, I I talk to you and well, not Sue because he just quits on us, Mm -hmm. but you know what, what could be better than that? That's true. It's it's all hindsight. I know I get it. Um, by the way, the chiefs 29th in the rankings. So grades don't always correlate with on field success or lack of it, which is kind of interesting note. Um, I would say that would be because of their facilities would be my guess. Yeah. Well, they're pretty good on the field. So, yeah. Um, Joey Harrington with us here. It's story time. Now we have to get into some hot shoe talk of which, Oh yeah. Yeah. This is, this is hot and I will have, I mean, I'll expose myself as an old man who knows nothing, but Joey will, uh, will tell you some very cool things about shoes. I do have, I don't really have a line of questioning about the combine, but just a thought and I want to get your thoughts and we will ask Joey today's poll question pertaining to Phil Knight. And we'll do all that 
next here on uh, Storytime with Joey Harrington, brought to you by Mods PDX on the fan. All right, we are back. Our guest, of course, Friday at this time is Joey Harrington, and it's time to talk uh, sneakers. I say shoes. It's not even shoes. It's sneakers, right? Isn't that the right no, it's, I, I would. I would. I believe so. It's sneaker culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so for your uh, foundation, of course, uh, rousing success with the bourbon, and now uh, you have Jordans, uh, two pair of uh, limited edition Jordans signed by Tinker Hatfield of Nike to auction off? Yeah, so it's it's kind of one of those truly full circle stories. You know, when we started our scholarship uh, 10 years ago, it's not, you know, it's it's based not just on a four-year scholarship to, to college, but also mentorship and, you know, the community support, like a family um, support system. And so Tinker was actually one of our first two mentors. He, Dave Frommeyer was the, our first and Tinker was our second. He was with me at the press conference when we kicked things off. Um, you know, he has since moved into a different um, capacity. He's a pretty pretty busy cat um but his support for us and his support for the neighborhood and the community is is just is always is always there and so a few years ago i had asked him if he'd be willing to make us a make us a shoe for um to use as a fundraiser and he made us a custom uh jordan one retro um with our foundation colors and our foundation logo he made five pair of them uh, one of which we are um, going to be raffling off uh, for this raffle. But when he when he delivered them a few years ago, I was trying to figure out what, what's the best way to you know raise money for our students like this. And then, like you said, the bourbon raffle went so well. I was like, oh my god, this is this is just this is the platform to do it. Well, sure enough, about two week, or two months ago, he shows up, just knock knock on the door, and has another box in his hand. He says, here's the uh, uh, the pair of Jordan 14s that I designed for the Oregon football team uh, for the Alamo bowl. And I've signed them. I'd like you to, you know, you can use them for a foundation fundraiser. I was like, this could not have been any better timing. So we took the platform that we use for the bourbon, the the raffle uh, site, and then these two pair of shoes, the Jordan 14s as he just did and signed. And then the, which are one of 275 made. And then the, the Jordan, what do I want to call them? Like, the Jordan Harrington Family Foundation just just sounds too long. So what about you know just what about this Harrington's Jordan Joey's Jordan? Ooh, like that's that. good. What about the Foundation Ones? Ooh, but that that could have an Air Force One connotation to it, right? Mm. Okay, we'll yeah. go with uh, whatever we want to call them. What you know, the Joey's or the Jordan Joey's shoe? Yeah, yeah, this could be my signature <laughs> shoe. Um, Five main. No, wow. so we're gonna. Yeah, so we're going to um, raffle these off starting on Sunday. It's going to be, a, again, same thing, two-week raffle. Okay. These tickets are going to be $25. Um, but this is going to be a nation, you know, this is open to people all around the country, whereas, you know, the bourbon was just Oregon-centric. Um, we're going to sell 5,000 tickets, and hopefully we can we can endow a scholarship um, off, off of this raffle. So I'm, I'm stoked. I mean, this is these are some – this is some holy uh, holy grail type stuff. I mean, yeah. to have a a an Oregon PE um, designed and signed by Tinker, um, you know that's it's that's something that not many people come across. No, he probably it's probably a one of one in terms of signed. You know, I mean, you know, that last time I checked, yeah, yeah. 
So when uh, so Sunday you said what time and then what's the website? So uh, you can again find the link on HarringtonFamilyFoundation.org or of course you know since I'm such a massive social media influencer as right. we talked about numerous times I'll be tweeting like crazy uh, over the next two weeks and Instacarting and you know hashgramming and doing all those uh, those other yeah. things that. You know, no, uh, HarringtonFamilyFoundation.org, you can find it there, or I'll tweet out the link. Um, But we go live 9 a.m. on Sunday, and we are going to run for two weeks. We'll do actually doing a drawing live on KGW. So, you know, there you go, exactly. Well, the guy who won the bourbon didn't drink. So me not being a sneakerhead, I think I'm going to win one of these. That's how well, I feel about you, it. you should, you you should, and then you should wear them like <laughs> you know one on each, you know yeah. a different like mis- mismatched pairs, like just wear one on each foot and then just kind of walk into a sneaker, you know, convention and be like, hey, guys, uh, <laughs> you know, is, is this what I'm supposed to do with them? Now, wait, what what sizes are they? I mean, because nobody, I mean, you don't wear them because they're autographed. Like, does it matter? Does size matter? I hate to ask it that way. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, you know, these are both size 10s. Oh, okay. Um, so some people may choose to wear them. You know, I've got some, I've got some fun you know, shoes that Tinker did for the, the you know, for the Oregon football program <clears> through <throat> the years that, you know, a lot of people collect, but, you know, what, I, okay. you know, I, I wear them. I mean, that's their shoes, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, probably the ones with Tinker's signature um, aren't meant to be, you know, you're not meant to be yeah. running the bases or, you know, playing a pickup yeah. game, but, you know, that's, uh, it's your choice, really. If you're a size 10 and you want to rock them, who cares? Right. Well, that's really cool. So I, I, I'll be buying some and, and everybody get on there on Sunday and we'll, we'll help you out on the social media side and tweet it out and get that going. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know, you could you could buy them and and then just do you know what you would have done with the bourbon and just flip them, you know, put them up on stock stock X and just. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Make my money. There you go. Get your money back. So hey, I I wanted to I I was talking to uh, Buck here about Christian uh, Gonzalez today ran a what was it Buck a three eight or something a four three eight forty or I'm yeah not three four three eight right is that what you said yeah correct yeah. Uh, 40. And I, you know, again, I don't have a line of questioning here, but I, I just wonder what your thoughts, like the combine, because we have it on in the studio while we're we're uh, talking sports. It is just, it's wild to watch because of how athletic these guys are. Like they are, these guys are, all of them are freaks. They're specimens. And I don't know, did they, did they all look like that then? Is this, is this a, a newer age thing or is it, is it always been that these NFL players, you know, kind of stand out? Um, yeah, I mean, they've always stood out. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's always, you know, I've told you the, you know, the stories about Brian Erlacher and literally being taller than all of my offensive linemen and, and faster than all of my running backs. I mean, like that, there are guys like that, that are just freaks. I think that, you know, over the last 15, 20 years or so, the technology and the, the science behind it has, has improved so much that, I mean, you are just fine-tuning, you know, every little thing. But, yeah, I mean, God, I mean, trying to think of some of the guys that, you know, we figured it out a couple couple weeks ago that I played against Dion. And Dion, last time I checked, doesn't he still have one of the the fastest 40 times at the Combine ever? Uh, Um, I don't know. know, I know John Ross. It's not one of. I said one of. I know John Ross, I think, has the fastest. You know, I actually saw the list of the top 10 40 times ever, and it's an interesting list because most of the guys – um, I mean, Chris Johnson was on there, and he was good. 
But other than him, they're not big stars. I don't. And Dion was not on the one that I saw, but um, no, it wasn't. That doesn't. I, I mean, just looked it up. Dion ran a four-two-one <laughs> at his combine. Whoa. Okay, so maybe this was like last twenty years or something, or last fifteen years, because he wasn't on the one I saw. But yeah, it was eighty-nine when he did it. That. Dang, yeah. And then Ray Lewis. Did you did you ever have Ray Lewis bearing down on you? In a game? Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I bet that's fun. It's scary as hell. Like, all those guys. Like, Javon Curse. I mean, that guy was like, he, yes. was, he was as tall as Jeremy Grant, and he was as fast as Usain Bolt, and he was built like, you know, he was Ivan Drago. Like, he, like he, these dudes are just, you know, yeah. the, that's, that's professional football. But when you get an opportunity, so when you see it on TV, during a game, it's just a mass of humanity, right? That are covered in pads and helmets yeah. and, and gear. But when you see them, you know, like, like Dan Campbell says in the, the pajama Olympics or the, you know, the underwear Olympics, like you realize that there's not a, not an ounce of fat on these guys and they are doing things with their body that do not seem humanly possible for somebody of their size. Yeah. It makes me feel good about my life because, you know, <clears throat> Most most young men always dream of oh you know professional athlete yeah I had no chance look at me you know it's like <laughs> come on like even that you know it was a fairy tale even back then you know so you got it's they're built different I saw that Gonzalez um, interestingly enough is seeking advice from David uh, Blow I think that's how you pronounce it he's the backup quarterback for the Cardinals and uh, he because Gonzalez is related to Blow's wife who is the Olympic hurdler and if you watched uh, any of the HBO um, in-season hard knocks in Arizona, they covered them. Uh, who were your mentors when you first busted into the league? Who were your football gurus? Wow. Um, you know, I was lucky in that my agent had a lot of um, quarterback football experience. So Dave Dunn had, um, you know, had just started Athletes First, which, you know, is now one of the – one of the biggest, you know, representation firms. Um, and so I had, I, I got a lot of great advice, um, from Dave. Um, but when I, when I got to Detroit, um, Ty Detmer was there. That was, that was, that was the guy that I really kind of bounced things off of, you know, someone who had been in the league for, God, I think he was on year 13, 14 at the time. Um, she she just got it, um, and honestly, you look back and say, God, I, I wish I would have been able to absorb more information then. Right. But I mean, you're, you're drinking from a fire hose at that point, and just trying to keep your head above water. Um, but yeah, um, Ty was probably that that guy that that I would bounce things off of. All right, we have a poll question today, and we got to ask you because. Uh, you're a duck guy, so I, I have an idea of where you will answer here. But our question that we asked the listeners today was, what would you most like to see Phil Knight do for Northwest Sports if he could? You have three options. He can buy the Blazers, because I know you're a Blazer guy. He can bring Major League Baseball here. Or he can get Oregon to the Big Ten or a better financial model. Which do you choose? Ooh. Okay. I got my answer. Good. One, I don't really care about baseball. <clears throat> okay. Uh, fair. You know, you know, that's just, that's fair. 
That, that's my that. number one. I mean, I would love that. I think it would be amazing for the city, but I get it. Yeah. Two, I understand that there is an issue with the financial model with the Pac-12, but like we've talked about, at least in the short term, being in the Pac-12 is actually a strategic competitive advantage for Oregon in terms of getting into the the new playoff system. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Oregon has ever had a shortfall of funding. So while I think that's probably a long-term, you know, because Phil's not going to be around for, a, for forever, I think that's probably smart. I think the thought of losing the Trailblazers um, is is something that just I, I can't I can't fathom that like the, the, it's 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 no that's that's it I mean the idea that that Jody Allen may potentially sell the team and to see what happened in Seattle um, no yeah. like that that literally can't happen I mean Oregon football isn't going away that's that's going to be there whether you know the the funding how the funding model is structured, you know, we'll figure it out. But the idea of the Blazers not being here anymore, uh, no, no thanks. That's, or, that's my that's that's my deal. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you've, as always, you're very thoughtful, and and that is certainly the one that would benefit the most people and probably make the most sense. But the other thing too is if Jody Allen sold the Blazers, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean they would leave. You just could. You just don't really know what you're getting with a new owner ownership group, but uh, yeah, but Phil, I feel like Phil would would do a good job and rescue them and make them good, actually. Yeah, that's that's that's. And I, I would agree with that, yeah. but I just think that there's too many. You know, there's too much. I don't know. There's too much money. If an owner is going to come in and say, "I'm going to invest billions of dollars into this," I'm going to I'm going to do what I want to do. And right. it's, let's be honest, there's not a whole lot of billionaire um individuals or groups in in the in the portland area that want to say <laughs> that are that are able to to fund this and say this is this is my very team true. and this is where i'm going to keep it very true all right good stuff this week you have a great weekend what, do, what are we doing in the harrington household this weekend well we got a little uh fifth grade uh, cyo basketball tournament this weekend got the start of spring soccer season um, you know, we we probably got a uh, an old fashioned or two in the uh, nice. in the pipeline. I mean, it's it's going to be a good weekend. Nice. Hey, keep it's those refs weekend. honest out there, okay? Oh, oh, I will, I will. <laughs> All right, sir. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. See, see you, buddy. All right, Joey Harrington, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. The club is next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 